This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. My guest now, Vice-Chancellor of the University of Johannesburg, Professor Chilitsi Mawala, continues to receive both local and international recognition for the incredible work that he is doing. In April alone, he was awarded the ICT Sector's IT Personality of the Year Award, and he was also elected to the American Academy of Arts and Science, which honors excellence to those who promote new ideas in promoting arts and science. I'm delighted to have him as my guest now to tell me more. Professor Mawala, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much, Chris, for inviting me to join you. And I am looking forward to the listeners of High FM. Professor, um, the relationship between um, academia and its impact on ordinary citizens, you're passionate about leadership. To what extent does academia impact on ordinary citizens? Quite substantially, because uh, education is probably the most potent tool for development. If you want to keep your population in poverty and ignorance, uh, the most effective way is to deny them education. So, and higher education is important. It is important because um, we teach students to become specialists in in the areas that they would like to be specialists. And we offer degrees all the way from undergrad to doctorate. And and if you were to come and see some of the projects that are being done, uh, you will realize that uh, they really are crafted when we have the needs of our society uh, into account. Professor, the impact of arts and culture and education and its impact on government, for example, um, we have a Minister of Arts and Culture who is uh, spending millions on, on a flag where surely our needs in South Africa are different. To what extent do you think academia can influence government? Quite substantially. I mean, as you know, uh, I was the deputy chairman of the Presidential Commission on the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is a government-adopted strategy. Just yesterday, I was in Durban speaking at a conference that is intended to end child labor by the International Labor Organization. So academics are actually supposed to play a meaningful role. You see, the role of of academic institutions are threefold. One is teaching. Two is research. Three is what you call extension, community engagement, engagement with all key stakeholders. And government is one of those stakeholders. When you do not see your academics in all facets of our economy and our government, then you should know that there's something wrong with that institution. And here at the University of Johannesburg, I think we are exemplary. Um, You go to the net bank, you go to banks, you will see uh, our academics uh, as board members. Uh, You go to companies as big as NASPAS, you're going to see uh, an academic, um, UJ academic is a board member. And for, for quite a bit, ESCOM, I'm a bit uh, reluctant to, to say it too loudly, but they play very, very positive roles uh, in all facets of our lives, especially in government. You have been recognized in April alone, both locally and internationally. What extent, well, let's look at the international award, becoming an American uh, recognition, American Academy of Arts and Sciences. And you join the ranks of Charles Darwin, Albert Einstein, Martin Luther King, Stephen J. Hawking. 
What are the implications of such recognition for you as an academic and for your university? Well, uh, the first implication is that uh, uh, it expands my international reach. I actually run a very international university with uh, 5,000 international students. In my own research, I run a super international uh, PhD program. Uh, In fact, today we are Five of my PhD students are graduating. Just to tell you where they come from, Dr. Marwan, he comes from Jordan. Uh, Dr. Tariq, he comes from Pakistan. Dr. Mula, he comes from Tel Aviv. Dr. Mungwe, he comes from Limpopo. And Dr. Momela comes from uh, Limpopo. That is actually quite a very international <laughs> group of people, you know. And when I see here, I'm seeing multiple religions, uh, Muslims, uh, Jews, uh, Ju- Judaism, Christians, um, African, uh, the recognition like this will just strengthen that reach to have a dynamic international group of people working together and interacting. Professor, you mentioned two of your students coming from Limpopo province. It's um, no secret that you yourself are from Venda. I I I visited Venda. To what extent is it difficult for kind of, if I may, rural South Africans to enter into academia? And to what extent, I mean, you've done it, you've taken on an academic um, role. Is it very, very difficult? It would certainly be more difficult than if you come from the urban area, you know, uh, the affluent urban areas. But it is not impossible, you know, you need to work a little bit harder because if anything goes wrong, Uh, We don't have systems that can be able to catch you, you know. When we are here, we know of all sorts of systems that are available for learners to be able to catch up, uh, uh, to close the gaps where the gaps um, exist, you know. But um, I am passionate about Limpopo. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be driving with um, with two of my colleagues uh, to Limpopo, Fernando Buarque, a professor from uh, Brazil, and uh, Daniel Muller from Tel Aviv. We're going to be driving to my hometown, you know, um, so that they can see. Um, it's a study tour, uh, but uh, so that we can we can see what. Uh, what, uh, what Limpopo has to offer. Because there's quite a great deal of enriching environment, whether it is cultural. Some of the schools um, are certainly very, very good. Certainly the school that I attended is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so I am looking forward to, to doing that. So, so it is, we need to invest in those rural areas because if we do not, then we are going to miss out on valuable talent that we, we could otherwise activate. As I said, your passion is um, artificial intelligence and and bridging poverty. You spoke in the beginning that the, the, the aim of academia is to you know educate and to grow back into society. What role do you see AI having in bridging the gap, specifically on poverty-related issues in South Africa? Well, firstly, uh, AI and all other technologies of the fourth industrial revolution are key to making South Africa more competitive. And if South Africa is more competitive, our economy does well. If our economy does well, we collect more taxes and we collect more taxes. We are able to, the government uh, and our society in general is able to meet its obligations, uh, whether it is financial, whether it is social, whether it is whatever obligations that we have. So it is important for us to invest in these technologies. Then I will also go into what AI can actually do. If I look at this impact on medical sciences, um, hospitals, we can be able to 
ease the burden, the financial burden of medical care. For example, medical images are read in conjunction with AI systems, and these systems are available. So very, very important if you go to our manufacturing, you go to or whether it is in 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 PE Kareha now, uh, you will realize that um, those factories are super automated because of uh, technologies such as artificial intelligence, and uh, that increases productivity. Uh, if you look at our schooling system, it is entering our schooling systems. Uh, even uh, the platform that we are using, uh, Zoom or teams, the AI in the background, this AI in the background that is facilitating learning. And of course, we can do much more online learning uh, platforms to reach those people in far-flung parts of our country. Uh, of course, because of data and devices uh, that we need to, to tackle. So it is a very important transformative technology that we, we cannot uh, ignore. Professor, I feel very reassured after speaking to you that um, that our country, uh, the potential for our country to grow and to deal with the many problems that we have um, can, can be dealt with, you know, academics like yourself investing in research. I, um, I wish you, I hope you and your institution go from strength to strength. And just to once again, wish you heartiest muzzle to on your awards and recognitions. Thank and you very much. It's, you, very it's much. you know, UJ Thank takes the credit, much. you change the credit, but South Africans Absolutely. too take the credit. Absolutely. Look, I mean, I must confess, I, I feel very privileged to be the vice chancellor of the University of, of Johannesburg for a number of reasons. Firstly, I don't know whether you saw the latest Times Higher Education Impact Ranking that placed us number one in South Africa and number two in the African continent. I'm pleased about that. Um, I'm not too sure whether you saw the latest uh, research output report of all universities in South Africa, which is uh, the report that is used as a basis of uh, government subsidies. We get about half a billion rands research subsidies uh, from government. And uh, I'm proud that the University of Johannesburg, which was number six four years ago, is now number two ahead of Vets University, ahead of the University of Cape Town, ahead of Stellenbosch University, ahead of uh, University of Pretoria. And I, I hear under reliable authority that uh, the next uh, report that uh, the department is going to publish, we are going to be number one. So thank you very much. And uh, I look forward to you visiting the University of Johannesburg for a cup of tea. And I can show you some of the fantastic things we have done. 15% of our electricity is actually from solar. So please come so that I can show you all these things. Professor Mawala, I share your enthusiasm. I share your pride. I'm taking you up on a cup of tea. We'll definitely make a date. Um, I'd even Absolutely. be happy to come to Limpopo and um, learn a little bit more about the projects that you're doing there. It's a province that I am Absolutely. passionate about. Absolutely. And uh, I look forward to continuing this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you very much and uh, have a great day. Thank you very much. That was Professor Chiliti Marwala. Vice-Chancellor and Principal of the University of Johannesburg.